At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome, everyone, to SI Media with Jimmy Trina. I am your host, Jimmy Trina. Thanks for listening. We don't have a, um, a big interview guest this week. We're just doing a train of thoughts with Sal this week. We're going to sprinkle in some pods like this where it's just me and Sal um, periodically because, you know, with football not here, summer coming up, slow times in sports, sometimes we'll just do me and Sal and save some big guests for other weeks. So this is a week where it's just me and Sal. We have uh, plenty to discuss. We get into the ridiculousness of Tom Brady may come back. Tom Brady says he's not coming back. We talked about the Chris Rock special. We talked about Sal going viral for exploding on a caller uh, and a couple of other topics. So we, we cover a lot of bases with Sal uh, on this pod. Before I get to it, let me just... Give you a little uh, housekeeping here. If you're not a subscriber to the SI Media with Jimmy Trainer podcast, subscribe. If you missed any recent episodes, if you're a WWE fan, you must check out Paul Heyman from last week that got a ton of pickup and did really well for us. So um, if you're a WWE fan, you always have to listen to Heyman. So he was on last week. Ian Eagle was on two weeks ago. Brian Curtis three weeks ago. Chris Berman on the pod recently. So if you missed any of those, go into the archives, check them out, subscribe to the pod, and leave a review on Apple, and we will read it on an upcoming episode. All right, let's get to it now with Salicati here. Full train of thoughts episode of SI Media with Jimmy Trainer right here with uh, Salicata and Train of Thoughts. All right, joining me now, as he does every week for our Train of Thoughts segment from WFAN Radio in New York, SNY TV in New York, my buddy Sal Akata. Sal, how are you? Great. How are you on this fine, well, Tuesday as we record? You've had a you've had an interesting week with... Uh, oh, God, yeah. It, we, we, you're much calmer than you are that... What was it, last Tuesday? When was it? Got uh, back from, no, no, it was last no, Sunday. No, that was last Friday. That was only Friday. a few days ago. Friday no, in the morning. F- Oh, so Thursday night into Friday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I think it was in the 12 o'clock hour. I mean, you and I have obviously talked about it um, off the air. But the thing is, dude, I, I don't understand why this continues to happen to me. I just want to be left alone. 
For those who don't know, Sal <laughs> Sal exploded last week uh, on a caller, and we'll we'll get into it. We'll save that. Let's save that for a little bit because I just want to touch on a couple of things, and we'll get into that. Okay, first things first. I, I already I'm not going to be able to handle a full year of Tom Brady make him come back. I mean, this is. On Monday, it was he. He's watch out. He's coming back. And on Tuesday, and I give Tom so much credit for this, and I'm so happy he did this. He's like, you know, not happening. But it's just it's such easy clicks for anyone who needs clicks to say Tom Brady. And I don't. I'm not saying that's why Rich Eisen did it or anyone like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying anytime over the next year, as soon as a quarterback gets hurt, people are going to say Tom Brady. Tom Brady. It's going to be. It's going to get. This is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I, I don't believe. I, I know <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I've said this all along, and I'm going to stick to it. I never believed he was going to retire. I think at some point we will see Brady play football again. It's just how I feel. Oh, uh, you're another one. No, I, you just... I, I was right the first time, and I don't, I'm not buying it this time. I'm but not that's buying what, it. He's not going to do it twice. I'll believe it when I see it. I, I, don't, I need to I, see I, him. Not do it for years. I, I'm just, I just don't believe it. And then this story brings a little legitimacy to that, although he did shoot it down. So I get that it's against the odds. I'll, I'll believe. I think he loves it too much. And even though he doesn't want to necessarily unretire again, I think that as you get closer to the season, it's going to happen. I, I totally disagree. I think he did it once. I don't think he's going to do it twice. I think given his personal life situation, I think he's really focusing on being a dad. And I think that's where his life is right now. And right now in March. And I also, but I, here's, here's the other thing. It's you can't come back in week nine when you're 45 years old. I understand he's in great shape. He takes care of himself and all that. At some point, the age is going to be a factor. I mean, I, I, and I think next year he goes into broadcasting, so then maybe it'll stop. But this year he's got nothing to do, so it's very easy to speculate, especially, you know, if Patrick Mahomes ever got hurt or Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, oh, bring in Tom Brady, bring in Tom. But at week nine at 45, he's just going to come in like, okay, no big deal. Let's get it going. I think in... July, late July, August, he's going to start to get the itch. You have to remember, these guys, it's what he loves to do. And by the way, I wouldn't blame him because you know, if you're Tom Brady, which is why I think he came back last time, you know there is only a certain amount of time that you have, and he's gotten more time than most. But once he gets to a certain age, it will be impossible for him to play. He is not there Okay, yet. so then let me ask you, so why go through the whole rigmarole of retiring? Because I think he goes through an exhausting season emotionally, physically, whatever it may be. He's thinking, you know what? I'm done with this. Just in the in the immediacy of the failure of a season, the divorce, all that stuff, I'm done. That's it. I'm officially retired. But then as time goes on and you start to have more fun with your family and then you start to miss football a little bit and you think, man, if I could just win one more or give it one more chance. He loves football. It's proven more than anything in his life. I'm not buying that he is going to sit out again. I just don't believe it. And I got that the first time. I don't think he's going to do it a second time because he does it a second time. People are going to think he's, you know, it's it going to take away from his Phillip legacy. Rivers. Look at Philip Rivers. I get what you're saying. Well, like, I'm with Philip Rivers. 
Well, he wants to come out of retirement and play. No, I mean, no, no, no. See, that's another thing. That was next on my list. Someone reported that, and he came out today and said, not happening. As I'm saying, I don't believe these stories. I think it's just an easy thing for people to say. But Rivers came out today and said, not happening. I mean, really, Philip Rivers now is going to come back at 41. If they, This is pro football. Right. <laughs> you can't just come back. Right. I get it. It's not the WWE. I, it's, yeah, right, right. Hulk Hogan coming in the ring at you know age yeah, 60. Exactly. Exactly. Not, no, but I do think even before the stories, and you may be right about it, like I just see the headlines and keep it moving. I do think there's a lot of farcical stuff out there. But I always just felt, for the reasons I just explained, I, I don't think Brady's done just yet. All right. There's not really much to say about this next topic, but I actually saw a couple, and I, I don't want to put stock into a handful of people on Twitter, but I saw a handful of people on Twitter defend John Morant. And of course, the defense is always like, well, this guy did this or like, what about this guy? How about this? How about this? John Morant went on Instagram live at five in the morning from a club and put a gun to his head. What anyone else did has nothing to do with that. I mean, the There's so many levels to it. Like he's out at five in the morning. All right, whatever. He's a young athlete. That's it. Why are you going on Instagram live? I think it's a pro- it's a problem with young athletes today in general. He's got to be smarter. If I'm, you go on Instagram live with a gun, you, you just got to be smarter. It's as simple as that. You're the face. You're one of the faces of the league. Forget about the face of the Grizzlies. You're the face. One of the faces of the league. You just you can't be. Do- you got to be smarter than that. It is a reminder right. how young these guys are, and then dealing with that stardom and money, you know, fame and fortune, all that stuff. <sighs> I guess it's not easy for some people, but how you can ever think that and, that's okay. It just. And, and let me just say one other thing. Cause I've seen people say like, you don't know what it's like to be a young athlete who with money, people come after you. You need a gun to protect yourself. Everyone who has a gun, it's always, you know, to protect yourself, to protect yourself. You've been following sports for like 30 years. Have you ever read a story about an athlete who was getting attacked and then had a gun on him and shot someone and protect himself? Can we stop acting no. like these? Uh, exactly. So, like that no, excuse is. But what so I dumb. would say is, what I would say is, it's different if you have a gun legally to protect yourself because you're actually afraid of that. Now, by the way, he could hire security teams with his money, but let's just say right. he wants a gun to protect himself. There's a difference between that and flashing one on Instagram Live. Well, a big okay. Difference. So, so let me play it out. So he's in a. I th- I think he was in a strip club, but I, I'm not a hundred. But he's in a club. At 5 a.m. So the thought process is someone may go up to him because he's John Moran, superstar NBA player, and give him shit. So then he's what, going to take out the gun and shoot the guy? Right. And well, what is the gun for exactly? No, in a club. Yeah. And, and obviously, if you're really worried about your safety that much, you shouldn't be out at five in the morning in a random strip club. I'm just trying to figure out how many athletes have shot someone to protect themselves. No, I remember Plaxico Barra shot himself. So right. I mean, right. but look, it's just. It's a messy situation. I loved John Moran. I can't, I can't get behind a guy that's that dumb to be flashing a gun on Instagram Live. Like that is just stupidity at its highest level. I agree. All right. The next topic. I wrote about this last week, and I just want to address it because there were so many idiots on Twitter who said so many dumb things. It's not even funny. <laughs> so Stephen A. Smith and on on first take last week asks Michael K. What's going to be the next New York team? to win a title he says michael case is the new york rangers and 
Molly Kiram says that doesn't count. And Stephen A says, you know, take hockey out of it. I'm asking you about the Yankees, Mets, Knicks, Nets, Jets, Giants. And people just flip out and lose their minds. And I don't understand why. So what I wrote was, first of all, Stephen A. Smith, like you and I, we are all allowed to like and not like any sports we want. Okay. He does not have to, he's not legally obligated to follow the NHL. Okay. That's number one. And he doesn't have to talk about it on first take. And for the dummies out there who took Stephen A. Smith saying that on first take, a debate show at 10 o'clock in the morning, to then say ESPN doesn't care about hockey, this is what ESPN does. ESPN just bought into the rights the year before last to get back into the hockey game. So this is not ESPN disrespecting hockey. This is Stephen A. Smith not caring about hockey. Now, what I got a lot of from people is, and it's also, it's not Stephen A. Smith's job to get hockey to be popular, get people to watch hockey. That is not his job. His job is to have debates and to get people to watch his show and be entertaining. And he knows that talking about hockey doesn't get him ratings. He's not stupid. The other thing is, what I got a lot of on Twitter from people who didn't like the column was the it doesn't count line. It, it Disrespectful, disrespectful, it doesn't count. Now, there's all this talk about everyone's so sensitive, everyone's so soft, people getting hurt by words. If you're a hockey fan, you're going to be upset because someone said the Rangers don't count. You can't, like, it was said as in a in jest, number one. Number two, who, him saying hockey doesn't count doesn't mean hockey doesn't count. What he means is it doesn't count for his show. Right. And if you don't like it, it's too bad. And the theory that, like, there's a sports fan out there who watches first take was like, Maybe I'll watch the NHL. Maybe I won't. You know what? Stephen A says it doesn't count. I'm not going to watch it. It doesn't work that way. I don't. The people offended by this are so completely dumb. It's surreal. I, I would never be offended by something like that. I just don't understand how that wasn't. Because usually these shows have producers. They have a pre-show meeting. Like, how does that topic come up and not be clarified to where Michael K? doesn't know that he shouldn't be answering hockey there. Like it's, and it's a stupid thing. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Like Stephen A can say, Oh, right. outside of hockey, nobody cares about the Rangers internationally. Right. Let's just focus on the other team. That's fine. But it should have been hashed out before the topic came up because I guarantee you it was pre-planned. And then Kay would have said the Rangers. And they said, well, no, don't pick the Rangers. Gonna avoid hockey, a team outside of the Rangers that can win. The, that's how that would usually right. work. We've had that, that's I do good- that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. It does make, I mean, maybe the producer said we're going to do like which New York team is going to will win a title next. Right, but maybe they didn't hash it, it out. But they didn't tell him keep it to the teams people care about. Correct. Right. 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 I mean, right. I'm going to do something that's going to piss you off, but I have to do it. Now, I actually like this guy a lot. This is not a knock on this guy in any way, shape, or form because I'm a Yankee fan. I actually have a massive amount of respect. And I like Howie Rose a lot. He sent out a tweet that I couldn't even believe was real. Okay. This is what he wrote. This is an absolute slap in the face to every single hockey fan in the USA. Howie, relax. It's first take. Coming from ESPN, it's no surprise. Howie, ESPN paid millions of dollars to get back in the hockey business last year. If I were Gary Bettman, I would be furious and speak out publicly. But of course, as long as the check clears, nothing else matters, especially loyal fans and viewers. Really? You're that upset about Stephen A. Smith not liking hockey? You can't possibly be serious. Now, wait, but what did Stephen A. say exactly? Did he just say nobody cares about hockey? Is that what pissed me off? Molly Kiram said the Rangers don't count. 
And then Fine, Stephen whatever. A said, Stephen right. A said, I don't know anything about hockey. The only thing I know about hockey is the puck is black. When I ask you who can win a cup, keep it to baseball, football, and basketball. All right, so what's the problem? I have zero problem. The problem is hockey fans seem awfully sensitive. Well, because they take that it it doesn't count the wrong way. I'm with you. I would assume it doesn't count for this conversation on this show. Not that a Stanley Cup doesn't count. They I mean, were very mad that Molly said they when he said the it, it went. Who do you think is the next New York team to win a title? The Rangers. Oh come on, they don't count. That's what people have. They're all hot and bothered over. All right. Well, it is disrespectful, I mean, and like I said, that's something that should have been hashed out in the. I don't see uh, it as disrespectful. How well, is it dis- toward hockey. Now, I don't. I would never take offense to it, but it is disrespectful toward. But hockey. the show never talks about hockey ever. All right, but no, that's fine. But so that's my point as to where would they even put in a spot that? First of all, good for Kay to say his real opinion on it. Well, I don't care if it. You're asking me the question. I'm going to answer. Right. Oh, hockey doesn't count on this show. Okay, fine. I'll give you another answer. But I do think that it I, – I do understand how it could be taken disrespectfully from a hockey fan, why they would care that much. That I don't understand. Like people and shit on WWE all the time. I don't care. Like what are they, like who cares? Right. Correct. Right. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, we're going to get to Sal's rant after this last topic. Did you watch the Chris Rock Netflix special? No, I didn't. Oh I have my to. God. I know. Is- it's on my list. My wife fell asleep. I ended up watching the Knicks Celtics Sunday night. I got these overnights are killing me, man. I'm boy Well, this was on Saturday night. I understand that. Well, Saturday night was my wife went out. She went to visit her friends because she's ticked off that I'm working all the time. So when we have a free weekend, and I'm home. She wanted to go visit her friends. So now I was on daddy duty. I'm wife Saturday night. Got the baby to sleep. She's that waking seems up. Like, that, that seems like the perfect time to watch the Chris Rock special. Yeah, no, it would have been other than she kept waking up. And after oh. a couple of times, then I have to go up. And, and, and I was just like, screw it. I might as well just lay. Plus, like I said, I wanted to watch it with my wife. I knew that's something that we're supposed to watch together. So Sunday was the night, and then she went up to sleep because she was tired, and I just haven't had the chance. What a fucking debacle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> it just ruins the whole. I wanted to talk about. I, I waited all week. I didn't tweet about it. I was saving it for the podcast, and now I can't even. T- discuss I saw it. some of the. I read some of the highlights of it. I mean, I, you know, it was terrible. Shit. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. The last ten minutes when he talks about Will Smith is good, but everything else was terrible. Now, did you stay for the after show with David Spade no. and Dana Carvey? Can I no. still watch that on Netflix or no? I I'm, I'm like sure it. you can. I'm sure you can. Okay. That's what I'm interested in. The Will Smith stuff and then da- David Spade and Dana Carvey. It just, the last 10, 15 minutes with Will Smith was very good. But I did not laugh once up until then. Didn't like the topics. Didn't like the jokes. There was nothing funny about it. He's Chris Rock. I love him. I wanted to like it. But, you know rants about woke culture every comedian's doing this now it's like so tired megan markle the kardashians i was like this is chris rock and he's sitting here making fun of the i know like everyone's all up in arms about megan markle i don't care about this woman i don't know anything about her i don't care like i don't know give me some observational humor or something i I don't know it just bummed me out but you didn't see i'm i'm less looking forward to watching it but i'll still watch it (laughs) all right so let's set this up Sal does his WFAN radio show one night last week. And I guess right off the bat, was this the first caller of the night? No, but it might've been the second. It was definitely early on in the show. So first half hour of the show, 15 minutes of the show. Now everyone knows Sal famously last May said that the NL East was wrapped up for the Mets and the Braves had no chance. And the Braves of course came back and won the NL East. So the call calls and basically blamed you for the Mets not winning the division. Correct. He was saying that I mm. jinxed them. And now, yeah, good. So we have the call. I'm okay. going to tell Shelby to play it. That's like, a, it's like 55 seconds long. When you can't take it anymore and you want it to stop, just let us, I, I may stop it at some point too, but okay, you give people, stop it. Just we'll give ahead. people yeah. the gist. All right, Shelby, hit the clip and let's hear Sal. Last week on WFA. Uh, you're Russ, Russ, are you that you're stupid? You're the Mets are going to win the NL East. Yeah, and, and, and what, you think they lost you because of something I said? Bad. You think uh, they lost because of something bad. I said? And there it is. You think they lost because of something I said? You gave them the kiss of death. Russ, you idiot. Do you? Hey, Russ, you idiot. Do you think they lost? You're calling me an idiot. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, I am. Do you hear me? No, no. You called me an idiot. You are. You are an idiot. Shut your mouth, you idiot. Get lost. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with it. Look, do me a favor. I'll sit here and talk to myself for five hours if I have to. I won't come back. I'll quit. You blame me, you idiot. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't take the mound. I didn't throw the ball. I didn't strike out. You're blaming me. Blame the players. Hey, I don't care who you are. If you think that any words that I right, said we can, we can stop the, clip. the Mets we can, to lose. We got the yeah, gist God. of it. There's yeah. a lot of idiots. You think, and, did, you get, did you get the gist? <sighs> it went on. It went so, on for another 20 seconds. So, it is okay, so, so yeah, go ahead. Ahead. You get, I'll give you the floor. You say whatever you want right now. First of all, it's embarrassing. It's not something that I'm proud of. And you have to understand there's circumstance, okay? There, my schedule is very grueling with TV into radio. Home life is struggling a little bit because of not being home. It's Friday. It's the end of a long week. There's not much going on. I just did the open to the show that I hated. I hated the open that I did. So I was so mad at myself for doing a crappy open. There's not many people calling. You know, a lot of times if you do a good open or just in general, if there's something going on, there'll be four or five calls up. There's one or two calls up. I'm looking at the clock. It's like 1230. And I'm like, how am I going to make it till 5 a.m.? So these are all the things that are going through my mind. 
And then this idiot calls. And now make no mistake, he was an idiot. And I've gotten into callers before who do stupid things like that. Like this guy's trying to blame me for the Mets losing, which is just so stupid. And I've taken accountability for being wrong. It happens. People don't understand that. Like if you make predictions, you're going to be wrong. That's what we do. That's my job to entertain. I just was not in the mood. And he was disrespectful and he kept, he wasn't listening. So we frustrated. Why didn't you hang up on him? (sighs) Well, because now there are certain times where I'm feeling good and just like, I'm not dealing with this and I'll move on. In that moment, he called me in a wrong spot and I was ready to, to go. Now, I will admit to you that I'm telling you the truth. As I'm I've, sitting there doing the show, in that moment, I when I said, I'll quit, I don't have to do this, I looked up at the clock and it con- it crossed my mind. I was contemplating how I am leaving and what the ramifications of that were going to be. That's how legit, like, angry well, I was and frustrated at that moment. Now, obviously, Thank God you didn't do that. No, All I right. know, but I'm just telling you, like, it at least crossed my mind. And it's crazy to me. After the segment... I went to the producer who was a backup producer. The, the main guy was on vacation. And I mm-hmm. said, do me a favor. Cause they post all these things as podcasts afterward. I said, don't post that sec. Just cut that out. I don't want that posted. I don't want that call up there. Let's just move on. I wake up the next day and it's everywhere. They get texts from you and other people saying, Oh, the morning show was talking about you for a half hour. I see the WFN account tweeted the clip out. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. That's what blows up. I do 20 hours, roughly, a radio a week for two years, five nights a week doing the overnights, and then that's the thing that blows up. I mean, the one thing I want to say here to anyone who listens to the fan and and follows Sal's work, and I know a lot of people listen to podcasts like Sal, I, I can tell you this. like, You can believe me or not and say, like, I'm lying. He's my friend, this and that. I what what pisses me off when people say that that's planned or staged or you're doing it for a click you are the opposite of that person so that would frustrate me the most if I were you is that listen everyone's allowed to have a bad day at work ever and we anyone in this business has done th- you know I've written things and then I post it and I'm going eh, should I have written that you know that's part of the business so I get your feelings on that I would get very annoyed if anyone thought that was staged and made up for clicks when well, you, you know, yeah, that's or, not your or game. Was, yeah. Or that I was doing it for attention <laughs> because people may think, and you right. read, I saw some of the comments, they, like people are just so dumb. And that's right. why I'm telling you the truth that I did not want that I believe to you. get out. Right. So uh, the complete opposite and go figure that's what blows up and well, brings attention. And then people get on me for things. Oh, this loud mouth. Like I yell at callers. That's some of what I do. But this, I thought was a, a little I, much, I didn't like that I took it a little too far, so it wasn't something I was proud of. But yeah, well, listen, I think it's, it. I think it's admirable that you would admit that. I say this as your friend with love. I think you're an idiot if you think you're going to keep it bottled. But like once you say it on WFAN, you're not. It's it's out there. That even if the fan doesn't promote it, like it's out there. Yeah, but. But it's on the overnight. Like I've done so much stuff that I feel like is good or entertaining or funny. But people love when I lose my shit and yell at a cold. They love it, and because I don't understand it's, why. It's It's because a lot of people wish they could do that when people piss them off, and a lot of people do do that when people piss them off. It's relatable, right? I, so you hear right if somebody's acting yeah. like a true idiot, and anybody who listens to that with a, with a brain would understand <laughs> that that guy was in fact an idiot. There was only. To me, there was only one negative thing about it. Only one negative. Only nothing else was. I, listen, you did it. 
it's fine. You didn't commit a crime. You, you didn't want it out there. It's out there. You got a lot of publicity. The only thing that would bother me if I was you about it is like, I would be worried that people know this is the button to push when they want to p- piss you off. Yeah, but it's more than that. Like, I've dealt with this. You have to understand, too, it's now, where are we? It's March of the following year. Like, I've addressed, I went through that whole shit storm right. like, whenever it was when the Mets lost the division, end of September, in October. I dealt with it then. That was the brunt of it. And that was not easy for me to deal with all that crap. But I took it head on. I went on to Atlanta, faced the music, and I've right. been taking accountability for it. I All I did was give a prediction. But, like, right. I understand that it was a bad prediction, whatever. So it's fine. We joke around about it. We, we should be moved on from it. And it wasn't just that. It was the way he was saying it. It was that he truly believed it. And it was that I was in a bad fucking mood. I get all that. And I have no issue with that. I think everything you say is just fine. My only thing is now, like, let's say, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets and you're doing your overnight show. And, right. and well, I don't know what you take. You want them to get Rodgers or you yes. don't? Yes, okay, I so do. you're on there. I want them to get Rodgers. They got Rodgers. It's a good move. I'm happy with this. Cola calls up. Sal, I disagree. Rogers is a mistake for them. You don't know what you're talking about. Rogers makes sense. You cost the Messi on all East, hey? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's what you. That's that's what I think you may have you may run that into is, now. It, it's something that is it's going to be there for a while, right, if not right, forever. Right. So I under, I understand that. The most important thing, and I do want to say this, is it's so, like I told you, I wasn't proud of it. I didn't want to get out there. My boss not only loved it, he supported me. And that, to me, it's important. that meant everything. To have him support me and understand that it is entertainment and understand <clears throat> that I'm not a bad guy who's disrespectful to callers who don't deserve it. Like, you call a radio show, it's part of it. You're going to get yelled at at times by, by certain hosts. So that's right. it. But it's funny. to have his support meant the world to me. It's funny. Here's the difference between your boss and your friend. Your boss loved it. Thought it was very entertaining. Thought you handled it <clears throat> in an entertaining way. Me as your friend, I'm like, just hit the, just hang up on the guy. Yeah, but <laughs> what fun is that? That's exactly. not good radio. Right. Well, you were tortured until your boss said he loved it. I didn't think it was necessarily bad radio. <clears throat> I just don't want to look. I'm you just don't being want to myself. be myself, right? Right. I, and I, I'm being myself at times. Right. That's me. But oh, yeah. other times, the majority of time, I'm not like that. But when something like that blows up on top of the NLEs thing, like you start to build a reputation where people nationally only hear a minute or two minutes of what I've done for two years. And then it's like, oh, here's the loudmouth that yells at callers. That's not me. Yes, in certain spots, sure. But not all the time, not even close to it. But I don't. This is easier said than done, but I don't think you can worry about what the national perception is for you when you do local shows. They're not going to get the. They're not going to know you and without consuming you on a regular basis. So yeah, they see the clips, and those are the two clips that are out there. Okay, but you can't worry right. about that because that's not your audience. I know, I get it, but it's just still it's frustrating to where you know. And I told you this, and it's a weird thing to say as somebody who's doing a public radio show. It felt like an invasion of privacy because I do these shows never, ever, ever thinking that anybody outside of that intimate overnight audience is going to be paying attention. Now, when you're on during the day or filling in the morning show, a little different. You feel a little different. But in the overnight, it's just me and the callers and our show. We're getting through it. And then to have that moment where I was not proud of blow the fuck up. That's where it was a little like I felt like. It was an but invasion of privacy. And it wasn't, well, then it look, can, it was, 
It could be a lesson then that you have to understand whether you're talking at midnight, one, three, four, people are listening. And if there's something there that people want to right. make a thing out of, they can easily do it. But it's just very weird where you <clears> do a whole show and they make a thing out of whatever it may be. And I can't control it. You know, and no, you cannot. I, the, you got to embrace is that it. I will, right. Which is fine. And the thing is, yeah. I'm just being myself. And I think being right. real is relatable. And that's probably why people love it certain moments that's that's me not all the time but at certain right. moments in that moment that was me right and at the end of the day i mean what are we talking about here the mets the nl east i mean right. that caller but is the James. one who's deranged not you your your behavior <laughs> in that moment might have been deranged but him <laughs> thinking that you have control of a baseball division is deranged I have taken more blame for the Mets losing the NL East than the Mets themselves. How is that possible? On Twitter, I'm getting more crap than the Mets themselves are. Well, I mean, the, the, but karma and jinxing is a part of sports. So, oh, God. I guess you so. Know, yeah. that's, that's, that's part of it. All right. Well, I'm good to see, glad to see you're bouncing back. And yeah. like I said, you have the ability to hang up on these people. I know. I know. If you, well, let I me ask you this. If you're feeling like you're going to explode in that moment, can you hang up on the guy and say, let's just go to a commercial and can they get you to a commercial quickly? Or does that, because I know the commercials at time, like it's certain. No, you could. I, yeah, I could hang up on him and break whenever I wanted yeah, to. Do that but next time. You, most, most times I am in, even if I lose it, I'm in control. That was one spot where I felt where I might have lost control to a certain extent. Obviously, I didn't go overboard to do anything right. really stupid. Right. But I, I definitely lost it on that guy. I wasn't happy. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, 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 I'll talk to myself for five hours. That was a bad plan. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that, but unfortunately that. On the overnight, sometimes you have to do that. I mean, you get well, calls. At least threaten to do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This All is right. a good one, Sal. Appreciate you being a good sport about it. And yeah. uh, you know, if 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 the clips are out there, I gotta, I gotta. No, I it's gotta fine. Tweet. It's fine. This is where we can tell the truth because I, I probably won't bring it up on the show ever again. Well, the truth is, when I saw it, I wanted to retweet, and I said I better check with him first because I could see him not wanting me to retweet this. So I, I said, Sal, what's the deal here? Once it's that's the thing. One, I've always said this, and I say this to you all the time. Once it's out there, it's out there. But you just need to weather the storm for twenty four hours, and then it's someone else's turn to <laughs> right get the exactly. shit. Yeah. All right, Sal. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. My thanks to my buddy Sal Licata for coming on as he does every week. If you are not a subscriber to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer, hit that subscribe button. And uh, if you want, check out some past episodes. If you missed any of them, Paul Heyman. WWE and wrestling icon was on last week. Ian Eagle two weeks ago. Brian Curtis from The Ringer. Chris Berman as well. Recent guests right here on SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. So subscribe, leave a review on Apple, and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. All right, that wraps it up. We'll see you next week right here. Stay safe and take care.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.